Welcome to the Creativepreneur Show. I'm your host, Lauren. As a brand strategist and designer, I've learned a lot of lessons about how to run a creative business. Some days it's all peaches and cream, and on the others, it can all feel a little much. If you're a creativepreneur or looking to start your business journey and you want to hear from other creatives and business owners who have been in the thick of it, then this podcast is for you. Join me as I share with you stories and free actionable advice so you can start being disruptive and bold all while making bank. Well, hi. Welcome to a very new uh, podcast. So this episode is going to be completely, completely unscripted because I've decided that that's just the way I want this new podcast path to be. So if you have listened to my previous podcast, which is called Biz and Banter, um, you may have noticed I have rebranded and it's now the Creativepreneur Show. There was a few reasons for this. I just no longer felt aligned with Biz and Banter and what I was doing on there. I felt like the podcast was really forced, like I I felt like I had to do it because I was like, oh, you know, people need another marketing channel, so, you know, let's just add a podcast in the mix. It just felt inauthentic and unaligned. So naturally, I gave up on it, Um, I think like seven episodes in which later I found out people kind of give up around the nine to 10 episode mark. That's all people get. So this one is going to be different because I have planned, excuse me, I have planned up until March next year. So this is exciting for me. So I thought today I would just kind of go over what has been happening with um, Gemini Creative um, and what's been happening in my life. And then I thought I will run through my brand story with you um, because I don't think anybody really knows my true brand story and the reason for this is because and this episode will be coming up eventually talking about branding my own business um and where I went wrong um but yes I don't think anybody really knows my brand story because I've never actually put it out there so why am I a designer why am I why do I do what I do now um so yeah, so I'll talk about that in a minute. So really the past couple of months, um, I have been focusing inwards with my business and trying to work on it rather than in it. Now, the downside to that means less revenue stream, you know, because I'm not focusing on pulling clients in, but on the positive side, it means I'm setting myself up for success in the future. Um, which is obviously the big picture goal, right? So we all want to have stability um, and safety um, with our careers and our business long term. So that's what I have been working on. So I've been working on trying to grow my business, figuring out a proper solid marketing strategy, um, redoing my branding, um, which is what I've done. So Again, this will come out a little bit later because I have so many like things I need to tell you, but um, basically I have rebranded. I feel like I have to say again um, because I felt that in the past year and a half, I have been following what other designers were doing because I've seen their success. Um, This is a really big (laughs) no-no. So I felt like I needed to 
be on their level and what they were doing and mimic what they were doing in order for me to find success and it's so annoying because I don't I when I work with people I never tell them shit like that I always say it's all about you it's being individual you're unique this is what's that what's that's what sells you know I can tell people that till the cows come home but when it comes to myself it's always different it's always a self-sabotaging thing so I really sat down and I honed in on what I want to achieve long term with my business and I thought okay what is my style here what is what does this look like um what does like what do I want to put out there what energy do I want people to receive from me and how do I want people to feel when they land on my website or land on my social media um and then we can go from there so once I developed that I thought okay so I'm talking about being bold and playful, but then when I go to my website, it looks uninspiring and shit. So if I feel uninspired by my own website, what makes other people come to it and go, "Ooh, I love this. Nobody, nothing, nothing is going to change people's mind if I feel uninspired by it. So I decided to revamp it and it's going to be just what I feel is the right thing to do. So if you haven't checked it out, go check it out because I think it's very much more aligned with with me. (laughs) So I want to talk about my brand story. So as I mentioned, I haven't ever actually told people this properly because when people say to me, you know, um, what is like, you know, how did you get into your business? I always say, well, you know, 2020 happened. I lost my job (laughs) like everybody else in the friggin' pandemic. I lost my job and I decided to start a business. That's what I say to people, which is actually inaccurate. Well, it's not inaccurate, but it's factually correct. But the reasoning behind it is a lot different. It's actually much more involved. So I want to talk about that for a little bit. And I want for me to do this, it goes right back to like high school or yeah, before. So I've always been a creative, you know, so creative, creating art, creating poetry, you know, taking photos. Photography was a huge, huge part of my life prior to being a designer. So I knew my path was one where I could express myself visually, right? So when I was in high school, I wanted to be a fashion photographer. So I explored my craft and I created concepts to shoot like every single weekend a camera was literally permanently attached to my hand. Like if you ask anybody, <laughs> they, they would tell you that it, they'll be so annoyed with me because I had a camera constantly on my hand. So before my HSC, my art teacher, so I was doing art and photography and my art teacher at the time um, said to me, if I want to do photography for my body of work, I wasn't allowed to take photography as a subject because apparently it would be an unfair advantage and when you think about it in hindsight that's the stupidest fucking thing to even say um it's actually inaccurate that's a lie she lied to me um because you're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want (laughs) um but anyway so I was like well photography is what I want it's what I want to pursue so in order for me to do that I need to drop photography so then I can do it in my body of work so dumb So I did that. I pulled out of my photography class. My photography teacher was like, please don't make me sign this piece of paper because he knew I had the potential. Anyway, so I decided to go all in on my body of work 
and I was really excited. So basically I would come up with some concepts. I'd create some concepts and I'd find models and style them. And I had a friend at the time who helped me creatively um, navigate the shoots. Um, So she would style and help me like kind of like art directing, Um, which was amazing. We worked really, really well together. Um, I don't speak to her anymore, unfortunately, because she was very talented, but um, that's how that situation worked. So I was really excited. Um, And then I I remember one day I was just before, um, I think it was halfway through my body of work and I went to my art teacher and I showed her all these um, photos that I had taken for the body of work. And she told me that I had no talent and I could never be a photographer because this work was not, um, it wasn't good. It just was not good. I don't know why you, so you probably shouldn't have quit photography because at least he could have taught you more and all this stuff. It was really horrible. So anyway, from that, I actually lost a lot of interest in art that I would end up skipping class just to avoid her. Um, And yeah, so I skipped class a lot because I just didn't like her. I didn't put any effort into my body of work after that. Basically, she was telling me what to do and I would just do it because I just did not care anymore. So basically, the designer's equivalent to a pixel pusher, right? So hated it. (laughs) So then when I graduated, basically, I went to a standard office role, which basically ended up being most of my career, to be honest, in an office. So I was doing photography on the side still because I fucking loved photography. I loved just getting into it, creating all these really fun concepts. Um, And then what I did do was I did start my very first business. This was probably in 2008, 2009. It was called Focal Point Photography. (laughs) So it was mostly weddings and events. Um, And I must say, this bored me a lot. I did not find my creativity there. Um, It was shit. I actually really hate photographing weddings. I know a lot of people love it because they love the, the love behind it and the beauty of what things could be. But I just could not do it. I just, I really hated the really long hours. The fact that the brides just seemed to be just constantly asking for things. I just, I just couldn't do it. It wasn't me. So I decided to take a uh, a back step and kind of think about what I wanted from photography and I decided to rebrand <laughs> and I called it obscure photography and I worked on the weekends to shoot concepts that I had come up with as well so and with this obscure photography I was actually featured in a couple of online publications and I thought this is it this is amazing you know this is the path I'm supposed to be on it was like almost every weekend I was out doing something with photography I was shooting somebody I was finding models and you know doing all this amazing stuff and it was so good um then at this point me and um my husband was a boyfriend at the time we were living out of home and I couldn't afford to not work right because what I was doing was I um was at uni so (laughs) amongst all of this I went decided to go study at uni and I was studying um visual communications because I thought it was um I thought it was more photography based it was actually more design based it was really heavy in graphic design um and I was like this is not what I want I want a photography so I tried to I wanted to like I didn't want to be in the corporate world right that's just 
it's not what I wanted to do, but I had to, I had to go back and work in an office in order to pay my bills, right? So I thought, okay, if I could just do my photography on the side, work in the corporate world, but that means I had to quit uni because I just did not have time to do do it all. And I decided uni was on the back burner. So, but this actually eventually ended up making my photography on the back burner too. And then it kind of got to a point where I lost interest because it was constantly pushed to the back of the of my mind. It was constantly like, don't have time, need to work. Don't have time, need to work. So what also happened was my imposter syndrome kicked in and told me that I wasn't good enough and that's why I hadn't made it and maybe my art teacher was right. Maybe I was really shit at photography and I shouldn't have been pursuing it and that's why I'm stuck in a shitty office job. The fear of failure showed up and I talked and it talked me out of pursuing it. Um, and then in 2016, so fly by a whole bunch of years, I was working miserably in office jobs. So in 2016, I decided to start a new business as a side hustle. As I worked in a full-time office role again in an insurance company, um, this business was called Nuova Luna Wellness. So I sold crystals, essential oils, card readings, moon rituals. This was active for about 18 months and it felt like it was an extension of another half of me. Um, And again, I stopped this um, for a few reasons. So I stopped because again, the fear of failure and imposter syndrome came through the judgment I received from my peers as well um, in regards to selling crystals and and stuff because it was so woo. um, And at the time um, it wasn't as, you know, I guess, I guess the word socially acceptable, like that kind of comes to mind where like people would, you know, talk about crystals and stuff openly and like moon rituals and stuff like that. So I got a lot of judgment from people I knew and I told myself again that I couldn't afford to keep my business open. Now, if I think about it in hindsight, (laughs) this is just the fear of failure presenting itself and protecting myself and going, well, you can't afford it anyway, so you may as well shut your business. So in 2017, I lost my dad suddenly And my dad was my biggest creative supporter. He always told me I could be a photographer or was always interested in my projects and what I had going on. So when I lost him, I felt like I lost my creativity as well. Um, Actually, from that point, when I did lose him, I I hadn't touched a camera. I had not picked up my camera um, for years and since I think it was last year 2021 mid last year where my one of my best friends was pregnant and wanted to have a maternity shoot that was the very first time I picked up my camera in like five years um so which felt it felt weird but it felt good at the same time because it felt like I was reconnecting so I spent three years jumping from toxic job to another toxic job um but what I did notice within that time is I spent a lot of time designing So once people found out I was actually good at it, (laughs) they were like, well, actually we have this, we want you to do. Um, so I would do it because I was actually, it was actually quite fun. So I hated my role. I hated my work. I hated my role. But when I was designing, I found peace. It was like, it was like this thing just kind of switched off around me and I was able to focus on my creativity, which is, you know, where my heart lies. So I ended up 
in one of my roles in 2019, um, Anybody you ask, any podcast I've ever been on, I will tell you that this was the most toxic place I have ever been in my entire life. When I tell you I was ridiculed, belittled and put down on a daily basis, I am not lying. So that was my role and I thought, I need to get out, get the fuck out of this, so what do I do? So I thought, okay, I ended up re-rolling in um, uni again <laughs> via correspondence and this time I was doing marketing because I needed my creativity back. So I worked full-time and I studied full-time this time, Um, but I got amazing marks. I was top of the class in each unit. Um, It was doing really well. I met some amazing creative people and I felt like things were starting to fall into place again. And then I decided to leave the job and I found another job in the marketing department doing design. It was perfect. It fit me. It suited me. It was amazing. I would study and I would do this. And then, of course, 2020 comes around and (laughs) that wild pandemic came to town. And the current role that was in, which was that marketing one, uh, I was only in it for three months um, because it was a very new role. And they had to let me go because they could no longer afford my salary. So this was my moment, right? So this was like, do I sink or do I swim? And my husband encouraged me to start a design business, just, you know, to just see how it goes. And I guess you can say two years later, I'm still here, you know, I'm still standing. I'm in my element every single day. I guess you can say the rest is history, right? So I'm meeting amazing people, building a community of incredible businesswomen, and I'm back into my creative jam. So like when I think about it, right, that's my business story. That's my brand story. I was always a creative it just got suppressed in certain environments and I think also like if you think about it I've always been into design I actually also found a old book of mine from when I was in primary school in year six year five or six and we had a journal we had to keep and the I think it must have been one of the very first times that we had practiced art um, or something in class and probably in preparation for high school and I wrote a journal entry and it said when I grow up I want to be a graphic designer or graphic artist that's what I wrote and I mean that was in what 2000 2000 2001 you know like I've I've always done stuff like that when I was in high school I did do a graphic design unit when I think I was in year seven or eight and I fucking loved it it was so good and I was always so passionate about art you know so I think it was just it's always about the environment that you're in is if you're going to thrive or not so you know me being in toxic office work environments of course my creativity wasn't going to shine and and I wasn't going to thrive because that was not the space I was supposed to be in and even though I even though people say business is hard and that's a mindset thing. Um, I used to believe the same thing. And it's it's it can feel hard, but it's not always hard. Um, I feel that I'm thriving in my own way. And that is in a way that I can tap into my creativity every single day. And that's what makes a difference to me. So that was a very long-winded brand story. But I feel like it was really important to share that because then you know me then, right? So you know why I'm here and you know why I do what I do. So 
in a few a couple of more episodes I will talk about uh, you know my business a bit more and what I do and, and how I serve people and I'll talk to other people as well so basically what this podcast is going to be and what you can get out of it is my story and other business owners stories other creative business stories and actionable advice for you to take in order to go down your path and whatever that path looks like whatever whether it's a creative business or not it's about how I and the people I know in my community can support you in you know starting your own thing or taking a side hustle to full-time whatever that needs to look like for you I want to make sure that you know that you're not alone and even though if you're working by yourself in your own little room, your little office, whatever, it can feel isolating. It's not. There is so many people out there. You just have to find the community. And if this podcast can help serve somebody and make someone feel like they're not alone on their business journey, then I will consider this a fantastic job done. So that's why I'm doing the podcast now. Before it was about an- another marketing rev- in like stream and being like, oh, this is another place I can get leads. And no, it's not about that anymore. It's about serving you. It's about helping you. It's about having a collective of people that I can relate to and that people can relate to me. So that's what it's all about. So I think I might need to structure some of the episodes moving forward only because I talk a lot, um, unless people don't want structure. I don't know. So I'll figure it out. But I like to talk and that's why I decided to have this one off you know, off the charts and just do what I want to do. So there, there's my brain story. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. I would love to be able to see you back here next week. Um, and we'll have some guests coming up. I'll probably do, um, a guest talk once a month. Um, and we can go from there. So if you are a creative business and you want to be on the show or you're starting one or you, you know, whatever, let me know. Um, slide into my DMs on Instagram or TikTok or my emails, whatever. And let's have a chat and we can schedule a time to talk about your creative business and how you serve people in the world. Okay.